Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast that unravels the key elements to achieve holistic wellness and the mental well-being. So today we have the honor of hosting an extraordinary guest. I'm talking about Suzy Hardy. So welcome to the show Suzy. Thank you so much for having me. Great. So Suzy like before we uh, start delving deep into our conversation today I would love to yeah. mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Suzy is a certified stress management and anxiety coach and the dynamic force behind CBD fountain an organic vegan CBD product line designed for the natural healing so mm-hmm. uh, her journey embodies a relentless pursuit of natural healing and the holistic wellness so as a former co-host of the acclaimed food heals podcast she brings a wealth of experience in the realm of the natural healing wellness and the profound mind body connection so her uh, quest for natural healing began during her teen years when conventional medicines limitations became evident so suffering from a back injury uh, incurred during the sports she experienced the limitations of typical medical approaches so it was through like uh, alternative therapies like acupuncture and massage that she found true relief and healing also sparking her lifelong passion for self healing and the well-being so like uh, while on this path she grappled uh, with recurring bouts of depression and the anxiety that stemmed from uh, her sensitive nature since childhood so uh, seeking uh, the avenues for holistic healing she founded cbd fountain crafting organic and the vegan products to aid individuals in their journey towards the self healing so recognizing the pandemic's impact on the mental health Suzy delved into the stress management coaching. So she formulated Serenity School, a group program aimed at teaching mind-body-centered tools to alleviate stress and anxiety, allowing individuals to reclaim their lives from the grip of fear and uncertainty. So we'll discuss a lot more about these topics with Suzy in the show. So welcome to the show again. Thank you so much. That is the best intro I've ever had and I think I need to take that from your podcast and use it myself. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. 
ஜர்னிங்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ
you know, many of our uh, neurotransmitters in our gut. It, it, it's not like there's a connect, you know, a connection. They are just one. They work together all the time. Um, I think when I was going, I was in college, I was a psychology major. There was this very separate mind and the body kind of um, thinking about it. And I remember even healing about psychosomatic illnesses where the mind creates illness. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at the time I thought, well, I don't really know about that. I don't know if you believe in that. Um, now I know it's absolutely, <clears throat> excuse me, it's absolutely true. Um, even Western medicine will admit all, all degenerative disease starts with stress in the body uh, and mental, you know, mental, like mental stress. There are actually six, six types of stress. Um, but we often think of when we say stress, we think of mental stress and um, it affects all of the, it affects the rest of our body. This is how we we evolved. Uh, this is how animals evolved to see their environment, to perceive a threat because our bodies always want to keep us alive and adjust accordingly. Um, it's so very, very important, especially in this day and age with the world in, I think, absolute chaos, uh, unlike we've seen in a long, long time, um, to manage how your mind is doing and how you're feeling and to develop techniques in order to relax the body. My number one for that, and I have to give India a lot of credit because a lot of, uh, is meditation because a lot of meditative practices come out of India. I even remember uh, taking a class in college where uh, it was about the yoga of Patanjali and there were the different tenets of yoga. And the yoga that we do in the West is the physical one, um, asanas. And I read, or I was told that in that class that the purpose of the physical yoga is so that you could sit in meditation. I remember that. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. But we do a lot more. And meditation is, um, I think, rapidly growing around the world as such a such a benefit, such a wonderful technique to, to calm the mind so that the body can heal, so that the body can be at rest, so that it, you can live your best life. So that is my number one. Um, and it took me a lot. It was my number one technique. Um, it took me a long time to, to really commit to a meditative practice because there are so many types of meditation, but I always tell people, if you um, find it difficult to sit in stillness with your mind, try guided meditations. If you're able to follow music and words, um, it's an, a, a very easy and lovely way to start a meditative practice. Understood. So um, stress management and the anxiety. So you have uh, become a certified stress management and the anxiety coach. So what are some of the uh, fundamental strategies you employ to help individuals uh, alleviate the stress and manage the anxiety effectively? The very first thing we do in my serenity school, and this is a program that I developed for myself because, um, you know, I've had anxiety throughout my life and depression. Medications did not work for me. They, the medications they have for anxiety, or at least the ones I tried, um, were very addictive and not meant to be used every day. Your body also gets dependent upon them, and it's just not a healthy way of being. On top of that, it's just a Band-Aid. It's just a cover-up. It doesn't get to the root of why you're feeling your stress and your anxiety. And in this kind of fast-paced technological world that we live in nowadays, there's a there's a lot you don't have control over, but there's but there there is a lot that you do, especially with your own um, actions and how you think and how you move through life. So the very first thing we do is we list out all of the things that are that are stresses and all of the things that are anxiety triggers. If you have anxiety, you can have stress 
without anxiety, but you cannot have anxiety without stress. So we separate the two. And there are six zones of stress. There is environmental, mental, physical, emotional, social, and existential. And I think that if you had like a few of these, you could probably manage and, and like ignore them, you know, as, as I was doing, um, just trying to, you know, work and live my life and have social interactions and a family. <clears throat> but if you don't pay attention to them, they can snowball and result in anxiety, which they did for me. So the very first thing we do is we list these out. And then I have a, a sheet where it, we break it down into what do you have control over? What do you have some control over? And what do you have absolutely no control over? And so then we work on in my program, you know, um, changing the things that we can or want to change that you have control over that are contributing to stress, um, such as being overwhelmed with maybe like, you know, daily tasks or food shopping or taking care of the family. There's ways and processes that you can eliminate, streamline and make your life easier. So there's, you know, a few things that you have some control over the things that you have no control over, which is a lot in the world. I do techniques to le help people let that go. The more that you can, you know, they say what, what we resist persists. So if you're worried about things in the world, particularly wars or conflict or, you know, COVID or there's only so much you can do, um, worrying about them is just going to make you sick. It's not gonna, hmm. it's not going to help you at all. And I found for myself that if I worried about things, I had control over them. And this is absolutely false. Um, we think we're going to get what we want from holding on to things when what, what we want is freedom and peace is by letting them go. And this can be very difficult for people, um, especially if we're in our 30s, 40s, 50s and above. Like we've, we've, we've developed patterns and behaviors about worrying about things when there's a lot you have no control over. Um, beyond that, we we talk about in my in serenity school, we do a lot of talk about nutrition. There are certain nutrients your body needs for, for specifically for your nervous system. My very number one is magnesium. Magnesium is a water soluble mineral. We use it up during times of stress. If you're not replenishing it, and often our foods are not mineral rich anymore, the soil's been depleted. Um, you want to supplement with that, and you will feel the effects of magnesium rather quickly. You know, Epsom salts are magnesium. So that's why they actually work to relax the muscles, to relax the body. Uh, another thing that the body needs is B vitamins. Your nervous system, especially in times of stress, needs B vitamins. And we often don't get the nutrition that we need. Um, and there's a lot of herbs that you can take to relax. Lemon balm, ashwagandha, reishi mushroom. So we go through an extensive list and I have people try one or two of these and and really attack i i try to approach uh anxiety and stress with a mind body spirit approach because like i said we're not just these physical beings it's not just the body it's not just meditation um if you have a little bit of stress or a little bit of anxiety you might get away with doing one but if you want to fully heal this and feel like you are in control of your mind body which you absolutely are then you attack it from multi-prongs. So we do the, the listing out of the stresses. We do supplementation. Slow movement um, is wonderful to calm the body. Uh, tai Chi, yoga, um, some things I, I've really benefited from and I, I help other people find or discover because especially in the West, we're so go, go, go. Achieve, achieve, achieve. I don't have time. 
um, is not a way to live, not a healthy way to live. Lovely. That is really, really lovely. So, <clears throat> okay. So now, uh, yeah. as, as you mentioned about the Serenity School, so uh, your group program focuses on the mind-body-centered tools to help individuals overcome the stress and the anxiety. <laughs> so if you can share some uh, practices taught in the Serenity School that have resonated most with your uh, participants. Yeah. No, no, excuse me. Um, one of the things that we have absolute control over is mm -hmm. our home, is how we are living in our house. Mm -hmm. I like to tell people, create, is your house a calm, safe space? Um, is it, I like to call it, your, is it your Zen den? Is it a place that you go where you can recharge and relax or is it stressful? Um, so part of this can be, you know, I teach people a little bit of feng shui, where you place things matters. Is it clean? Is it orderly? Is it tidy? A book I loved um, was is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, uh, who's a Japanese author. And she she really ha she has a very in-depth program on how to really declutter. A lot of people have too much stuff that they don't need that they can let go of. Uh, another technique that I found extremely helpful in actually letting go of things in our mind is called the Sedona method. And so I introduce people to that method. I did not create it. It is wonderful. Um, there are books, there are audio programs. There's a, I think there's a podcast about that. And it's, it's these, these simple techniques, they're not difficult, but you do have to do them. And it's a way of releasing, of letting go. The founder of the Sedona method, it, it originated back, I think, believe in the fifties. And he was very ill. He was very successful, but he's very ill. And so this technique is based on his work where he thought he was, he was told he was going to pass away from his illness. And he just, just started releasing, letting go of the things that he realized he'd emotionally and mentally been holding on to that got in the way of his presence and his peace. So for me, this always made a lot of sense to me is that the point of power and a point of joy is in the present moment, which is what meditation brings us to. Depression is looking over our shoulder and regretting the past and anxiety is staring into the future and being afraid of threats or of what's going to happen, whether real or imagined. Um, our mind is, is this amazing, and this gets into, you know, um, more of a spiritual and a consciousness uh, talk where we are so very creative with our minds that we can actually have panic attacks or anxiety attacks over things that are not even happening. We're fearing them. And the, and the reason that our bodies do this and our minds do this is to protect us. This is sort of a, a way that our minds have evolved. If we can scan our environment and the future and think of things that may happen that may put us in danger or put us under threat or that we can prevent, well, that's where our mind's going to go. But it actually gets in the way. So this this happened, um, you know, as we evolved over hundreds of thousands of years of seeking out threats in our environment. Oh, there's a snap of a twig behind me. It might be a predator. So the next time I hear a snap and a twig, snap of a twig, I'm going to remember that. And it and it evolved and evolved. But there's so much going on in the world that again we cannot control. And just and I my mind was doing this. Let's think ahead to all the possible things that can go wrong and how to prevent them. Well, that takes you out of your point of of power and your point of peace in the present moment. So I like to make, I like to do this analogy of you're driving a car and your destination is a happy life. But if you're staring in the rear view mirror, depression, 
you're not going to drive the car very effectively to your destination. And if you're looking at your GPS map, looking at where you're going, but not staring straight ahead at the road, you're going to get into a wreck. So the point is to drive the car straight. You can be mindful of what's behind you and you can be mindful of where you're going, but you want to be able to drive your car in the point of the present. Exactly. Really lovely. So uh, we also heard about the pandemic. So how has the pandemic influenced the way people experience the stress and the anxiety? So what do you say? Yes, the pandemic changed everything. And I, I find it interesting because I feel like we're out of it. It's still com- it's still coming around. There's still variants happening, but it's not like it was. But it changed everything. It changed the world. And we're kind of acting. We're just trying to get back to normal, but it's changed our normal. Um, it, the pandemic, I, I mentioned the six zones of stress, was existential stress for the world. So we experienced a world trauma, losing loved ones, being sick ourselves, trying to school our children, trying to continue to work. It changed absolutely everything. And and just to acknowledge that, to give it space that we collectively as the human race went through this, we cannot pretend like it didn't happen. We cannot pretend like, I, I, you know, again, this was not something that we could control. We had to get through it. It's definitely in that no control uh, zone, except for maybe taking care of your own personal health and your families. But we have to acknowledge that we went through existential pandemic stress, which is huge, which, you know, lodges in our nervous system. And so it's important, I think, to just acknowledge that if you did experience trauma, to really get some help around that, to to give yourself the space of compassion that you don't need to just pretend it didn't happen and just keep going living life. Like it affected everybody some more than others. Um, And I think that's, you know, pretty major for us to face down possible deaths as the, for the whole world. Exactly. So I like to give the whole world my compassion and, and support on that and say, be gentle with yourself and acknowledge it and continue to take care, take care of your own health. Lovely. So in your experience, how does uh, embracing a holistic approach to the wellness combining physical, mental, and emotional health contribute to a more balanced and the happier life? I think it's, for me, the most important thing. Yeah. Um, things and, and accomplishments, achievements, they're great. They're not going to make you happy. If you're not able, if you're so stressed out or so anxious, or if you're always looking for the next achievement, the next success, the next promotion, the next degree, the next child, if you're always looking for the next thing to validate you, you're never going to enjoy it. And many people have discovered this. I, I, I did this myself where you, you get to where you want, you get what you wanted to achieve, but you still don't feel great. So then you're going to set a new goal. Uh, I want a bigger house. I want this car. I want, I want to go to this vacation. You get that. You still don't feel better. So for me, it was super important to slow down and appreciate and sit in gratitude of what I do have, of what I have achieved, and to take care of what I like to call our meat suit or our mind body. You're, it's going to, it's, it's extra steps that I wish we would teach all children, um, but it's going to lead to a better version of you. It's going to lead to a healthier version of you, and it's going to lead to a better life. That's true. So as a stress management coach, what are some of the key uh, mind-body techniques 
uh, you emphasize for stress reduction? Uh, I like, again, I like to do the multi-pronged approach. So supplementation, addressing movement. We are, we are soft tissue creatures. Um, there are bu- lots of bugs that can stand still because they have no soft tissue and they're perfectly fine for days on end. We need to move. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our joints, for example, our joints are not fed by direct blood flow. They are fed by when we move our, um, oh, I'm blanking out by our lymphatic, excuse me, our lymphatic system, so that if we do not move, our joints begin to deteriorate. A lot of people that sit behind desks all day experience this, where we, you know, our hips and our knees and our shoulders um, need movement in order to stay healthy. It doesn't need to be Ironman. It doesn't need to be insane weightlifting. It can be very, it can be walking. It can be gentle yoga. It can be Tai Chi. Um, I was a massage therapist for many years and they based our techniques on Tai Chi. So I got the benefit of learning this firsthand. I had no choice. I had to learn it and it was wonderful. So slow movement not only is enough for our bodies, but it also quiets the mind. So the mind sort of uh, matches what our body is doing. So if we speed up, if we're running, our mind's going to be faster. If we slow down, our mind is going to slow down. So when you're experiencing stress or anxiety, you can either lean into it so sometimes when I feel anxious, I'm going to, I go for a run. I'm going to, my cortisol, my adrenaline is going, I'm going to, and this is again, because going back to how we evolve from predators, we're put into times of stress, uh, or sorry, we're, we're put into our, our sympathetic nervous system is activated. That is our fight or flight reflex to avoid danger. And so I lean into it and say, I'm going to go for a run, or I'm going to go use the elliptical. I'm going to go swimming, uh, something cardio based. Other times I feel stressed and I think I'm going to calm my body and activate. So there's the two prongs of the the nervous system, the parasympathetic uh, nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. Again, sympathetic speeds us up, ready for fight or flight. The parasympathetic slows us down to the rest and digest phase. So if you do slow movement, um, it's it's going to, to bring you back into a state of homeostasis. So again, yoga, tai chi, um, slow dance. Um, we talked about the Zen Den, creating your environment, owning your environment, making it a happy, joyful place, changing your furniture around, changing the paint. Um, we talked about supplementation and then Sedona method, uh, journaling, meditation. I have many, many tools, (laughs) excuse me, that I introduce people to, uh, to, to attack all the, all the zones to do a mind, body, spirit approach. Mm. Uh, another another wonderful one is I tell people, go get a new hobby. Your homework for this week is to pick a new hobby. You only have to do it for a week. If you don't like it, you can pick a new one. It can be cheap. But it's important for us to have things that we to do things, activities that we enjoy that don't involve work, that don't involve networking, that that are just for fun. One of the one of the few one of the things I suggest is coloring. <laughs> coloring for adults because it's just fun it's what children do and we need to tap into some of the things that we did as a child just for fun yeah it enhances our life exactly exactly true yeah great great so thank you so much for joining on this uh enlightening episode of harmony within and unlocking the health 
and happiness through the stress management and mind body connection so i want to definitely extend my heartfelt gratitude to suzy for sharing her invaluable insights into the world of stress management holistic health and the profound mind body connection so her journey uh, from her early recognition of alternative healing methods to her current role as a certified stress management and anxiety coach is definitely an inspirational testament to the power of natural healing and the self improvement so um, like her expertise in guiding individuals through the upheavals of the pandemic we all know so addressing the fears of the future and also advocating for mindfulness and present living offers a hope and a guidance for those navigating to the stressful times so her passion for empowering the individuals to overcome stress anxiety and the fears and her commitment to teaching mind body techniques definitely resonates as a transformative tool to unlocking uh, health and the happiness in everyday life so uh, join us next time for more engaging conversations on healthy mind and healthy life and until then embrace the wisdom shared today and continue on your journey towards a more balanced and the fulfilling life so this is your host avik signing off wishing you tranquility health and the abundance of happiness in your life's journey so thank you so much